I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. Uh, you are listening to uh, WRNS 960 AM, com. Uh, today is Thursday, November the 16th in the year of the Lord 2023. This is Hour 2 of Episode 971 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, man, if you missed our first hour, you missed probably the sweetest hour of the of the show all week as we had our uh, good friend Kelly Cannon on. Uh, from She's the director of the uh, Kinston Community Center and also uh, the Holly Jolly Christmas Show, which uh, starts tomorrow. That's right. Today is Thursday, November 16th, so tomorrow is the uh, Holly Jolly Christmas Show uh, sip and uh, the the sip and show part of it is uh, sip and shop. I'm sorry, part of it is uh, tomorrow from five to eight, uh, and then it'll be uh, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. on uh, Saturday out at the uh, Kenston Community Center. Tons of stuff you've heard. We actually did the show from there a couple of years ago. Uh, I, we love it. Linda loves it. I love it. There's so much stuff going on. If you are not in the Christmas spirit yet. As I said, when we had Kelly in here, you will definitely be in the Christmas spirit once you spend about, oh, I don't know, about five minutes out there at the uh, Holly Jolly Christmas show this weekend. But again, that is from 5 to 8 Friday, uh, tomorrow night, and then from uh, 10 to 8 on uh, Saturday. So uh, get out there and support that. Uh, In fact, get your tickets now, Linda Whittington. Actually, I already have a ticket, so uh, you don't have to buy a ticket, okay? For uh, Friday night, I've got a yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, <laughs> she looks very excited about that. <laughs> hey, leave the door unlocked, okay? Okay. Uh, bu- 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 but again, the Holly Jolly Christmas Show that is uh, tomorrow and Saturday out at the uh, Kenston Community Center. Okay, uh, joining us here in just a few moments, uh, he is feverishly driving super fast to get here. Uh, to uh, our studio here on Whitehall Drive is the sales executive to the stars at WRNS, Jason Bryant. Uh, he, uh, like I said, uh, the man, he's a superman. I mean, he did the uh, WRNS guitar pool work that last night in Wayne County until who knows how long he was out there last night. But coming in to do the Brian Hank show this morning, we really do appreciate him. Let me tell you who else we appreciate here. We appreciate our good friends over at UNC Lenore Healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show, nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston. UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you to Beverly Jenkins. All the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for uh, being uh, the exclusive sponsor of our big interview. You just heard our big interview there with Kelly Cannon in our first hour. Uh, and uh, you know what? UNC Lenore Healthcare, another one of our day one sponsors that we so much appreciate. You heard us talking about Lenore Community College in the first hour. UNC Lenore Healthcare. You hear about GoEco Office Automation when we do the birthday game here in the bottom half of the hour with, uh, with John and Jonathan. 
Uh, Spence Automotive, uh, where I get my car services, where you should go to. Woodman Life, uh, where I've had my life insurance for about 15 years. Uh, Rendell Parrot Academy, the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region. Uh, let, let, let me tell you about Parrot Academy. Uh, another one of our day ones are located on a beautiful 80-acre campus right here in Kinston. And Rendell Parrot Academy draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kinston, Snow Hill, Greenville, Wilson, Newburn, Maysville, Goldsboro, Jacksonville, Pollocksville. In fact, if you are listening to this show right now on terrestrial radio, uh, and that means over-the-air radio, then by golly, you can send your child to the best private school in eastern North Carolina. That is Arundel Parrot Academy. APA students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road. Ask to speak to head of school, David Moody. He will come out. He will welcome you to Arundel Parrot Academy and uh, and tell him you heard about us here. On, you heard about him here on the Brian Hanks show. And again, all our other sponsors too, down East protection systems, elite land, uh, elite land management, King's restaurant, the Kinston police department, uh, Davis wholesale tire mills, international Rillo discount drugs, Lenore County public schools, Lenore tire and appliance, the down East wood ducks. Who did I forget over there? Uh, Jason Bryant. I think I got them all I think in. You got them all. How, how you doing, buddy? I, my here, my dear friend. I know you're here. How you, how you doing this morning, man? A little tired, bro. I'm okay. You didn't break any speed limits getting here, did you? Mm, I didn't get caught. <laughs> ah, there you go. There you go. Well, the Kansas Police Department is one of our sponsors, so, you know, you could, uh, yeah. you know, lean on that. I'm good friends with uh, the sheriff, too, so, uh, yes. you know. And you are, too. I mean, yes. you know everybody in the county, too. Uh, dude, how was the guitar pool last it's night? great, man. It's incredible, the uh, <laughs> amount of talent that Crystal at work gets is second to none. I would... I mean, there's been some huge names at that show over the last 14 years. Names were not as big, um, but that's changing times like everything else. But the amount of talent that was on that stage is just – They may it, not be big names. God, yeah. it's ridiculous, bro. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's the beauty of the guitar pull from what you've told me and what yeah. others have said is – You're not going – Yeah, you're not going to get gonna the – You're not going to see A-list. Yeah. But um, guess what? Guys – Within five but, to seven years, yeah. they're going to be A-list. And that's so. the whole idea behind it. And – I mean, people don't really grasp that concept, and I wish they did because um, it would be even better and more exciting than it is. But, yeah, I mean, unless you just love music, live music, which I do. Yeah. I mean, I could go, I mean, Kelly and I and the kids, I mean, anytime there's live music anywhere, it's just, it's a uh, it's an uplifting thing to be able to see somebody perform live. I mean, yeah. not everybody's got equal talent but i mean just live music does something for your soul and it 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 it, it just does something it, it's energetic and you lose your mind in it you get away from everything and it's just really cool and i mean that event i mean we're year 14 next year will be year 15 so we'll see what we can do but it's great man it's great can, can we get you two there what do you think <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, what would that cost? Ten million dollars? Oh, who? It'd probably be more than that. To tell yeah. you the truth. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but man, y'all got that WRNS money, man. You got like two million people a day that listen to WRNS. <laughs> the the, the blowtorches, I like to call. It. See, we're uh, we're WRNS. We're the, the little the cigarette lighter. Could. 
<laughs> we're the little train that could. There you go. Well, I, but I, I to use yeah. the same analogy though. You know, the blowtorch. Yeah, we're, right. we're we're the cigarette lighter. That's you know, right. Over here, but we're bigger than we were four years ago. We were a match. Yeah, yeah, we were hey. just a match. Ah, I like it. I like it. Jason Bryant joining us I here. I am a little prepared, uh, so I don't know where you're going to oh, go dude, with this. I, so. we're, dude, I am. I yeah. do the same thing that I do with uh, Panicelli and with uh, Mike yeah. Martin and everybody. Dude, I, I really don't. I mean, there's a couple of things I want to talk about here, and uh, we'll get to it in a second. But uh, just uh, what was the crowd like last night? I did want to ask okay. you It was okay. I saw the pictures not, that Big Boss Man Tony put yeah, out there, and they looked pretty not, impressive. Not what we wanted. Yeah. But, I mean – it's a Wednesday night. I understand. Yeah. Um, it's right in the middle of the week. But that's when these people come, and that's when they're available. I mean, all the artists are booked on weekends. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. We'll figure it out, and, and we'll go. But, I mean, it was a great time. Well, this is your baby. I mean, it's one of, what, probably four or five big events a year that you do between yeah. your golf tournament, between the barbecue yeah. festival and this. So what is next for you? I mean, I know probably that weight feels like it's lifted off your shoulders. Oh, guitar it is. Behind. But what's next for Jason? Bryant? It is. I'm on a, I've already started working on the golf tournament. So, yeah. When is that? Uh, March 9th. Okay. At Cutter Creek, and that's the St. Jude fundraiser. So um, I just jump right into that. Not today, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Today's but a rest day for but Jason. But we'll jump right into that. We got a lot of things going on to end of the year and getting to um you know through the holidays and then get the new year started people don't forget that december 31st january 1st will come and january 2nd will be here and businesses will still be open and yeah people need to well, you know where you're going to be on december 30th right I think I got a wedding invitation. <laughs> there you go. The wedding of uh, it's a nice invitation by the way. Thank you. Thank you. It's well done. I like I, well, can I we like can I give some credit to a local yeah. business that's not a sponsor? Yeah. Monroe Magic. Yep. Uh Laura Monroe and her sister over at Monroe Magic. Uh That's family, man. You can talk about them anytime you want. That's why I just wanted to make dude. I try yeah. to no, and I on a very serious note, I'm not <laughs> playing around. I try to be respectful because I know how yeah. I well, I don't know, but I know you work yeah. your butt off yeah. getting us the no, that's fine. twenty spot and I don't like to give you know, love out to someone who doesn't sponsor, yeah. knowing how hard you've worked to get sponsored here. No, but, no, it's fine. It's but they are a small local business, Monroe Magic, and that's who did our uh, invitations. And yep. they're doing the signs to the wedding and yep. everything. So, yeah. uh, in fact, <laughs> I can say this. Well, I paid for it. Uh, those signs you see out front of the house there, oh, yeah. the Hank Show signs. Yep. Where did I get those at? Monroe Magic. That's awesome, man. So, uh, yeah, that's Thanks for kinda... supporting them. They're, they're trying hard. They, they went out on a limb, tried, got out of their comfort zone. Yep, it's fantastic. So, yeah, absolutely. A small business, and that's one thing. If I can brag on myself, and God knows I don't mind bragging on myself, Jason Bryant. Really? But, <laughs> but our wedding, dude. Who's catering our wedding? Kings. Kings. Who's doing our rehearsal dinner? Do you know this? Mm. Lovix. Oh, you know, really? so I'm talking about awesome. a Kenston business, Lovix. Yeah. Uh, we're using Monroe Magic for you know all our invitations and that kind of stuff. The programs and stuff. Uh, our flowers are right here in town. Uh, Oh my gosh! Why am I blitzing on uh, Ryder Florist? Yeah, don't get me name them because I'll name the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But Ryder Florist. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I, we pro- that's one thing Linda and I want to do. We wanted our whole wedding to be locally based. You know, we didn't want to go outside. Who was it? I heard uh, there's some. Uh, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, or or do I? But there was uh, some. Who was it? Maybe it was Jacques that was telling me that, oh, I know who it was. I can't say it. I can't say it. But there are some local businesses that 
don't use local businesses to help promote stuff. They use people out of town and that drives me crazy. And I know you are the king. You are the big advocate for local businesses, aren't you, Jason? Absolutely. I mean, that's what makes the the world go round, and that's what makes our little neck of the, the woods a little dot on the map um, successful. So, yeah, sometimes we always want to support local, but sometimes it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So to yeah. each is his own. Well, like I said, uh, support local as much as possible. I know the other day when I was talking about uh, high school football coverage and all that, I forgot to mention, and I saw it when I got off the air, so I'm going to give you a chance to talk about it. Uh, you know, we just wrapped up our football season on mm-hmm. 960 bet on the bull.com. Uh, of course we have Carolina Panthers, uh, every yep. Sunday or whatever day that the Panthers yep. play, but beginning in January, uh, more local sports first week in January for eight weeks. Uh, so that'll be January and February. Um, we'll do a high school football game of the week. Basketball. Basketball. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so you are pro- exhausted. So programmed <laughs> saying that for so long. But, yes, we'll, we'll do the uh, Davis Wholesale Tire Basketball Game of the Week, and we'll get to Bethel, Parrot, Kinston, North North, and South North. That is awesome, man. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, this is uh, – you know, Bethel's already played two games already yeah. this season, yep. uh, and we're going to have Burt Potter on the show here, I believe, on Monday. I'm not exactly sure, but I think it's going to be on Monday. Uh, but everybody else is uh, starting either. I know South and North starts tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to have both uh, South and North new coaches here on the show uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, they have a new boys coach and a new girls coach. And uh, the boys coach is Thomas Earp. The girls coach is Zach Pierce. They'll both yeah. be guests in our second hour I'm tomorrow. pretty sure um, Kinston has a girls game tomorrow night. They do. They do. And I just found out you're yeah. absolutely right. They do. Well, I found out about it earlier this week, but I'm going to be in Mount Olive tomorrow yeah. night. They had asked me since our friend, so our mutual Shane, friend. Shane's doing the. He's doing the state championship game at? over at uh, Parrot Academy tomorrow Why are night. they playing that at Parrot? They signed a contract before the season that it's the best field in eight-man football. And so they're going to play this. Regardless of whether Parrot was in it or not, they were going to play in the state championship. So Shane's going to be doing that game over gotcha. there. So. Uh, they asked me to – I get to try to fill uh, Shane's shoes tomorrow night over at the Pickle Classic at Mount Olive. What do you think? That'll be awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, this is what I told them, too. Uh, they, they wanted to pay me something, but I'm like, no, you know what? Give me a hoodie, you know? Yeah. Give me a hoodie. Give me a T-shirt or something yeah. like that. And So, uh, yeah, because I don't have enough team hoodies no. and <laughs> T-shirts or that kind of stuff. You don't. Well, uh, what direction you want to go here? Uh, I kind of – we put the wraps on the football season last week. I, I don't know if we're quite ready yet to start doing ba- basketball previews. I saw yeah, the pictures I, that uh, – I well, can tell you I'm not ready to preview basketball. Yeah. I mean, we can give like an overview, but dive deep into it, I'm no – Well, I had Copperhead on here and yeah. Howard Woolley on a couple of days ago, and uh, I got to tell you, this is what kind of surprised me a little bit, Jason. Did you did you listen to it? No. I'm sorry. That, it's all good that you've been super busy. You know who Copperhead picked to win the East Central 2A? Who? Not Kenston. Really? Southwest Onslow. Really? He said he really thinks they, they're bringing everybody back. He said they only lost one uh, one of their starters from last year's team, which you remember they played pretty yeah. well last year. Yeah. And and he wasn't being disrespectful no, to Kenston. He that. was just, you know, saying, hey, they are going to be very, very good. And he it'll be if that happens, it would be the first time since 2006 that Kenston hasn't won the conference championship. A lot of basketball to be played between now and then. I know, and I agree. I, yeah. I guess just no one has ha- has said anything like that in the past few years. I yeah. mean, because Kenston has always 
Well, they're at Kinston, yeah. but they're so young this year. I saw the picture of William Hardy or, or Bud Hardy yeah. put some fun. By the way, he's our wedding photographer. <laughs> Local. Yeah. How about that, dude? Yeah, man. Bud Hardy's going to be our uh, wedding photographer on December 30th. But he uh, posted some pictures of uh, the team, and there was one thing that I noticed pretty much immediately. Dude, there's not a lot of height on this Kinston no, team. No, there's dude. not. There's not, but, I mean, the size lo- locally in 2A basketball is just – it's been shrinking. Well, I mean, people it, keep forgetting. Kinston should be a one A school. Yeah. Jason Bryant, it, even on the even on the football field, the, the size of these kids is shrinking. Yeah. Well, I say that I don't know that some of the bigger kids are playing football. Um. But just the size, I mean, they're getting smaller. Well, I've heard a couple of people saying I'm not going to mention names, but uh, around town. If there's a year you want to get to Kinston, it's probably going to be this year. I mean, they've yeah, got two – well, let me just say they've got two great freshmen. They've got the uh, copper kid who's going to – he's yeah. just as, probably as good in basketball as he yeah. is in football from what I hear. Uh, the Parson kid just uh, can shoot a three-pointer from anywhere on the floor. The Twins – the Twins are seniors this year, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to be a defensive force. But if there's a year that you really want to get to Kenson, this might be the year to do it. Well, let's be realistic. I'm not concerned at all. Okay. Um, I'm just not. Yeah. Because smaller actually plays into Kenson's style of what they want to do. They want to they want to press you full court. They want to run up and down. So unless you get into a situation where you're playing half court sets and which is not what Kenson wants to do. Now, yeah. if there's a team that dictates and slows it down and can beat their press and slow it down and get into um, a half-court set, then they might have some problems defending the big man. But in a track meet, running up and down, I'm not concerned. Well, there you go. And, and again, like you said, that kind of plays into – and listen, I don't care what anybody says, and nobody around here disagrees. Perry Tindall's one of the best coaches in the state yeah. of North Carolina. He has yeah. proven it. Three state championships. I believe he's got an 82% winning percentage, yeah. it, okay? I'm just not – I just – I I don't I – mean, if. And 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 then for disclosure, I don't know anything about Southwest Onslow. Yeah, but you got to show me before I even think that because yeah. I mean the track record speaks for itself. And if it happens, it happens. But I'm I'm just saying they got to Southwest has got to come in here and and make a statement for for me to hop on that bandwagon or whatever it's called. And I'm <laughs> I mean, confident in saying that. I mean, I just yeah. I mean, come on, man. It's like well, it's North like and you, or you remember what North and Or did last year. But I mean, think about it. I'm gonna use the analogy. It's kind of like it's kind of like saying in in the seventies, <clears throat> oh, there's a really good, you know, UVA's got a really good team. Or or do watch out, they're gonna knock off UCLA. And you're like, yeah, man, they've won ten, st- or how many undefeated and how many national championships? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's kind of where I am until somebody shows me different. Okay. Well, very good. Well, I think it's going to be an interesting season at the very most. I think it's almost like how uh, we were talking about an eight-man football. You know, Parrot Academy, obviously, yeah, with four state thing. championships, three runners-up. They have been the model of consistency and not just consistency, but model of excellence in eight-man football for however many years. Everybody has come to meet them, though. I mean, and Coach Beeman will tell you that. I yeah. mean, and that makes them want to work harder because everybody – Matt's going to figure it out. Oh, absolutely. Everybody's yeah. seen Parrot's work ethic. They've seen their facilities. They're trying to get there, and they've got there. Yeah. Now, Parrot will take it to the next step. Matt will figure it out, do something different, and then 
they'll be behind again. That's just yeah. the cycle. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, I'm I'm really interested to see South Lenore had kind of a bad season last year yeah. in in uh, boys basketball at least. Uh, girls not so bad, but I'm uh, I just it shocked me that Paul Novicki stepped down from that position. I mean, well, Paul wanted baseball. He did. You're right. You're right. He wanted baseball, but uh, but again, and he was a much better player in baseball than he was going back to his playing yeah. uh, time too. But uh, I, I'm just interested to see what's going to happen throughout the county. I really am. I mean, especially this was not the best of football seasons in Lenore County this no, year. And I'm talking about all together as a county. Yeah. I'm not talking about just one program. Yeah. I we I need some basketball to cleanse my soul, Jason Bryant. It's coming. It's yep. coming quick. I mean, we'll figure it out. And we'll, again, beginning at the beginning of the year. What? On 960, bet on oh, the ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bet on the ball. Davis Wholesale Tire basketball game of the week with Harlan and Barry and myself. So we won't have a two-hour pregame show like what? we do with football. Why not? Well, first of all, you never know when the game's going to start. That's true. That's true. Well, just get out there at 4 o'clock and just, no. you know. So. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I we usually myself. do. I usually do try to time it to where we can get on at halftime of the girls' game. Yeah, but then if that goes into double overtime, or something, or the like, earlier games have gone long, or something like that, that is what it is. Okay, uh, let us talk uh, a little ECU football. How about that? Let's uh, go. Uh, ECU football. They come. They're coming off a big twenty-two to seven win at FAU uh, this past Saturday. A uh, game in which they were seven and a half, eight point underdogs in that game. They traveled to Navy this week. Uh, actually, I don't know if you heard me talking to Scott about it in the first hour, but they are—they're not favored to three point underdogs. But CBS Sports, their little scientific way—they've got ECU winning. I don't. That I, game. I don't look at CBS Sports. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting a stare down. Oh. <laughs> Well, but they pick I we can say that though. They picked them to win uh, uh I think they picked them to win by two or three points. But I do, I guess my point being there is a very strong chance and yes, I know I'm Mr. Positivity, I'm Mr. Blowing Sunshine here, but well, well, that last, ECU could end the season on three straight wins. Last week you're jumping ahead. Okay. Because last week when we talked about it, we we said realistically what were we looking at? Were oh, we looking I thought at, one and ten or one and eleven, I mean. No, I'm talking about over the last three weeks. We t- we oh yeah one we and two probably one and two, yeah. two and three at best. Yeah, this is the game that 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 I think is the is the one that'll get them. I mean, let's be honest. When yeah. e- when ECU is good, they can't they don't play well against Navy. Yeah, they just don't. Yeah, it's a different style of football. Now with the defense being better, they might have something for them. So show me wrong, but I still stand by what I say. Two and three to finish the year. Um. But my message to Pirate Nation is show up at the last game. Yeah, you sent me that text the other day, too. You're right. Because there's so much more on the line than a win on the football field. You know, these kids haven't quit. We've we've documented that. We've talked about it. They haven't quit. They're still giving it everything. Go support them. Show them what Greenville and East Carolina really is. And, and I sent you the message out. And I had to get off yesterday, so I don't know how much you talked about it. But the recruiting side of it is not as big, in my opinion, as the transfer transfer portal is. I'd agree with it's that. It's just my opinion. No, no, no. So, so here's the thing: you got a you got a chance to show up at the last game in a in a very subpar year 
I mean, I won't say horrible, but you get what I'm saying. So you have the chance to show up, and all the people can see Ficklin Stadium cheering on these kids through a through not what they wanted, but they're still oh, there. the worst season in 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there you go. I didn't – Yeah. okay. So the worst season in 20 years, but you still show up. You still in the stands. You still cheer for these kids, win or lose. That's what builds programs. That's what these transfers are going to see. And there's somebody out there that their situation's not working out that's going to want to come to EC, ECU and a couple other schools. Show them what you can do. Mm-hmm. Show them what you are. And I think I think it's a very pivotal point that that happens because empty stadium. No, oh, I know. I know. We've, we've I mean, seen it with that, other programs. What does yeah. that look like if you're a kid that's playing? I mean, just take a kid at a Power 5 school that hasn't gotten to play in time or – had an injury and is working his way back, and he sees somebody just taking his spot, and he's like, "Wow, man! That, I mean, it's human nature, right? Yeah. Wow, man, that kid's really good. I don't. I need to go somewhere where I can shine. East Carolina. Oh, you're right. How proud are you? Speaking of that, we had two of them. Well, one of them in particular from right here in Kenson, Dontres Styles. Uh, yeah, uh, Georgetown is one and two right now, but uh, he's averaging double figures this year, yeah. uh, close to double figures in rebounding. And, uh, in fact, last night, 15.7 rebounds and played 33 of the 40 minutes for Georgetown last night. You got, and I know you were close we, to Trez and yeah, your family I mean, we, is too. We said, it. I mean, he's, yeah. he, he's going to be just fine. I hate the way it worked out for him. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he, he'll be fine. He's, he's a good kid. He made the decision that was best for him. Um, go get it. Damian Dunn, uh, they are at home today versus Towson. That game is at 630. It's on ESPN2. That was the one that I was a little confused with when he transferred. But, I mean, why not transfer to a team that is considered one of the favorites to win the national championship this year? I mean, Houston, he's not started a game yet, but he's still averaging double figures coming off the bench. Houston's a program where they win a lot of games in the regular season. Mm -hmm. I don't really think they're battle-tested enough to make a national – to to win a national championship, you got to be battle tested. You got to play in some games. Quite frankly, you got to get your ass whooped one time. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm just being honest. You you're not going to roll over everybody that you play. Like you're going you're going to have to play some competition because you're going to play those in the later rounds. I think that's what hurts teams like Houston. I think that's what's always hurt Gonzaga. Yeah. Now they've they try to schedule up and they've done much better in 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 the you know, last five years, but they still ain't got there, man. Think about all the wins. I mean, we were talking about Mount Rushmore. I told you, I said, if that guy wins the national championship, you got to think about him with all the game. I know I don't like it either, but think about what he's done at a small school in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And he's been relevant in college basketball on a national level. Like, that doesn't just – Yeah. I mean, well, that, Mark Few, he's a heck of that, a coach. And that other doesn't happen by accident yeah. is, is what I'm saying. Um, but I mean, I don't know how much time he's got left, but if he reels off two, three national championships over the next 10 years, but don't you agree with me? And the only exception that I gave to this was Dean Smith having only won two national championships, but you've got to win at least two championships to be considered one of the the best of all time. That's the reason I think you threw out there at all Adolf Rupp. I I still can't say Adolf Rupp. That, uh, oh, look at this. I think uh, we're having breakfast delivered to us. How about that? 
It's only because I waved at her on the road. <laughs> I waved at her and blew her a kiss. So hey, 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 wait a minute. You know I'm marrying her, right? Ah, uh, you still got a month left. <laughs> we still got a month left. You're absolutely you, right. Uh, but I mean, to be to me to be considered one of the the four best, you've got to win at least two national championships. And well, I'm not disagreeing with you, Mark Few. He wins a couple over the next little bit with all the other. Thank you, baby. With all the other wins that he's had, is that yeah, a good fiance or what, perfect. man? Fantastic. Yeah, we'll be doing the birthday game here in about yeah. three minutes, so we'll be able to sit here and. But the uh, thing, the thing that I want to, and this is where, you know, you got people that that admire Coach K and, and acknowledge what he's done and, 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 and respect him. Five national championships. You got people that love him like myself. And and Thank you. and then you just got haters that can't stand him. I get it. Yeah. But when you look at his resume as a whole, and you and I talked about this the other week, he won in the 90s, he won in the 2000s, he won 2010. Yeah. That's three decades that he's competed. And look at <coughs> – excuse me – how much basketball has changed in 30 years. Think about that. No, you're right. I mean, I can't disagree with that. You're absolutely right. And then he passes a program on, and I think it's been a seamless transition. I didn't expect to win a national championship last year with John Shire. I don't expect to win one this year. I think it's coming. I think he's getting the guys in, and he'll figure it out. Yeah, but can you continue to be a one-and-done program year in, year out? And that What is choice do you have? You could be Virginia. Virginia won a national championship, and they don't have one-and-done players. I, I'm, I'm, I answered your question, and, probably, and I'm not just saying it because I'm a Virginia fan. But that's I mean. probably going to be the last one. Well, who won it? Nobody <laughs> won in 2020. Uh, dude, I'm so bad at this, I can't even remember. Who won the national championship this past year? Kansas, I guess. Yeah. But they had more than just one-and-done players on that on that. Come on, team. Brian. <laughs> Where, <what laughs> who you, won in 21 and 22, dude? I mean, I'm just – What do you consider a one-and-done player? Uh, uh, Brandon Ingram, just from right here in okay. Kingston. You know, I mean, a guy who is going to be drafted in the top. So, five what do you picks. call? What do you call a fifth-year senior that comes in in the transfer portal? That's a one-and-done player. Uh, that's not a bad. That's a. That's a. And that's all a, of everybody's doing it. So, that was my point when during your and Richard's show the other day, I was like, recruiting's big, transfer portal is bigger because. The difference is the NIL has not ruined college basketball. What's ruined college basketball is people in society in general, no commitment. Yeah. No willingness to see something through. First sign of adversity, hey, I'm done with this. I'm going somewhere else. That's the world. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in. And that's the biggest it's also problem. at the high school level. Yeah. Too. Oh, it's at every level. Yeah. But it's because they've seen it. Yeah. It's trickled down. And. Brian, Brian, listen. I know. We're listen not going to back me. to the good old days. Listen to me. I got news for you. Yeah. It happens in rec sports. God. I'm just How telling sad. you. No, 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 no. I agree with you. If it doesn't go your way at your location, you yeah. go somewhere else. I don't or if it – schools, middle schools, you don't like what, your situation, you get up and – anyway. And let, listen. Different story, different day. Jason Bryant, thank you so I'm much for coming bed. in this morning. Huh? I'm going well, you're going to eat breakfast first. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Jason Bryant, thank you so much, you. man. Uh, let's get John and Jonathan here. Let's play the birthday game. We'll wrap up this Thursday, November 16th edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. Today is Thursday, November the 16th in the year of our Lord 2023. I got my boys in here. I got John Dawson. Yay! I got Jonathan Massey. What's boo. up? <laughs> That's dude, don't boo. I got Jonathan Massey. Got <laughs> there you go. 
it's time to play the birthday <laughs> game. And uh, you said you had something conversational for us to talk about. I'm here, sure. Dizzle. I'm sure. I'm sure it's the wrong attitude to have. But you know what? I don't care. I was in the grocery store two days ago. At this point, oh, Massey's acting like he can, he's actually paying attention. That's frightening. <laughs> it is. But I'm in there and I'm uh, picking out bananas. Okay, but they're all B A N A N A S. They're all green as a gourd, so that's a problem. I'm trying to get something that's close to ripe. Yeah. <coughs> and I look down beside me, and there's a man and woman, and they've got their two poodles in a stroller in the grocery store. And one of these poodles is giving itself a bath, as dogs are wont to do. <laughs> and then it, like, gets up on its hind legs and starts sniffing of the bananas after giving itself a bath. Oh. Was he? And I looked at the woman. I said, ma'am, your dog's touching the produce oh they just like the smell and i looked at the husband and he gave me this like prisoner of war look like there's man <laughs> I, there's nothing i can and i'm checking out and i said do you know that there's people walking around here with dogs sniff that the dogs are touching produce well if they're emotional support they're not emotional supporters a man and a woman they've got colorful vests on them Good like they're God. from the village or something they're not i mean it's Every dog is an emotional support animal, if you think about it. Yeah. Well, our policy, I said, so that dog just gave itself a bath and then used the apparatus that it gave itself a bath with and put it on the bananas. So you don't have a problem with that? They're, they they won't. Am I wrong? Think that's crazy? You are not wrong whatsoever. Emotional support animals are, they go to <laughs> training for it, and they would not be licking or otherwise touching groceries. They're, they're a little more well-behaved than a than a Paris Hilton poodle. I'm with you. It's ridiculous. You, you see a dog in Lowe's, whatever. How about in a restaurant? I've been in a, wow. I've been in a restaurant. It rhymes with Highway 55. <laughs> and there was a dog in there. And they were, that dog was up on the countertop. They were feeding the dog. It wasn't the Highway left. 55 here in I would, I'm with you. I would have promptly left. It yeah. wasn't the Highway 55 here in Kenston. Just for, okay. it, was, it was in another part of the state. Um, but... I mean, we were finished. It was too late to, to make a stand oh. about it. But Dude. that's where the world's heading. Well, uh, what I got out of your story, the main thing was that the prisoner of war look, and don't worry, the long-suffering wife gives Jonathan and that uh, eye that look every time we see her. She, you know, she, she's blinking SOS with her eyes to us, you know. That woman has no complaints. <laughs> Says you, that poor woman. Oh, jeez. Oh. I anyway. mean, the fact that you keep her chained to the house, I think that's wrong. Can we remember, the, stay on point for once? <laughs> the fact for it's me. not the house, it's the radiator. The radiator, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry the radiator. The, the, I mean, she's, the fact you will not take her to an opti, optician. Uh, optometrist? Opt optometrist, yeah. I'm going to get you with the SARS. <laughs> I need one. I need. But back to the dogs in the restaurant and the grocery store. Yeah. No, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Okay. It's disgusting. Ridiculous. That's, that's disgusting. Look, there's three places around here that I'm okay seeing dogs. The vet? Or no, like, <laughs> that they aren't already supposed, like, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. dog park or the vet. That doesn't really count. Lowe's. What are they really going to get into there that's going to bother me? I agree uh, with that. What about you? The pet store. Oh, I love seeing pets at the pet store, and especially if they let you pet them. I like walking around and petting people's dogs. Tractor Supply. The only three places that I find it acceptable for dogs. Why are you looking at me sideways, John Dawson? Nah. I do like petting other. You don't pet other people's dogs? That's, I don't know. You're just opening yourself up to you know, emergency room visits and insurance payoffs when it bites your arm off. 
Uh, I've, there are some people, like, you always ask first. Yeah. I like to thank you. I, well, he no, I do. No, I absolutely. I mean, if, uh, you know, say I'm looking at John, or if I'm looking but at the long-suffering time, wife, and the, I'll say, long-suffering wife, may I pet the dog, and then I'll, you know, I'll scratch John behind the ear, <laughs> you know? And you get bit. <laughs> yeah, that, I would definitely get bit. And yeah. after Brian has his medicine and goes <laughs> to the pet shop and does the same thing to all the goldfish, and they die. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Okay, John. Stop Dawson. taking your pets into the restaurant and the grocery that's store, disgusting. people. That's disgusting. That's I'm with you on that. The only uh, animal that should be in the grocery store is one that's going to be eaten. Yeah. Back to you, Brian. I like it. Uh, well, no, I'm getting. I'm going to you, John Dawson. Oh. Because I want you. You won yesterday. You lead six days to five now. Mm -hmm. I want you to tell us about uh, Goico Office Automation. Well, you go down to Goeco, you're not going to see a bunch of people with dogs slobbering all over the computers and the copiers because Jacques won't have it. Uh, if you go see Jacques, he will uh, get you some office automation that will take your little, say you have a little business, that, like if you're a, uh, a, a pet psychiatrist and, you know, business is kind of rough <laughs> mm -hmm. and you want it to get better, you go see Jacques and he'll have you uh, making money in no time. Back to you, Brian. <laughs> I like it. Jonathan Massey. Yo. John Dawson and I want to talk to Jacques Passlake. How do we do that? Well, you give me $5 and I give you his number. Yeah. Okay, here you go. Thank you. Yeah. It's 252. 252. 286. 286. 5353. 53. 53. 53. 53. 53. 53. 53. 53. Or you can visit his website. It's at goeco.com or what is goeco.com for more information. That's right. There you go. If you notice, I'm not going for music this time because for the first time, there are no musical hints. There are no dead people today. We have five uh -huh. live people. <laughs> what? One. Boo. <laughs> two, three actors slash actresses. Kill and, one of them. And two actors. <laughs> Good Lord. That's not nice. All right, we'll well see. this first one, yeah. How about this first one? People find him funny for some reason. I, who's the most unfunny comedian out there to you guys right now? Right now? At right now. Pete Davidson. Ding, ding, there ding. Yeah, ding. Yeah, there you right. go. He's right. Guess what? Today's his birthday. It's Pete Davidson's birthday, dude. I'll, I don't know what it means. But well, you talk about cringeworthy. I, he was the first host of Saturday Night Live for this season, whatever, the 49th season. It was awful. I mean, it was awful, and it was all. I, I appreciate he's self-deprecating, and he is. I mean, he, he'll take shots at himself and all that. He really will. Wish somebody else would take a shot at him. But uh, he's just, he's not. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, he's not funny. I just do not. I don't know what his shtick is. What, I mean. You got me? Uh, like a high school burnout? I don't know. It's sort of, I, I mean, again, he takes shots at his drug habits. He takes shots at, you know, his dad died in 9-11. Y'all know that. Yeah. He was a firefighter in 9-11. <laughs> so he takes shots. At, I just don't see, I mean, yes, he, and he dates famous women, famous singers and actresses or whatever. I don't see it. I just, I, I maybe maybe that's me being, too, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, mm -hmm. but maybe it's me being too old now, John Dawson. I don't know. Well, I'm. 50 and i did my due diligence about a year ago and sat through his at the time newest stand-up special you Nothing. watched the whole thing yeah did you laugh no i just don't get it i don't see the and now taco bell every time you, you know we you and i watch a lot of sports it's freaking taco bell commercials are on every time they show commercials and, and it's not funny he's just i, I don't get it 
but he's famous and he how, dates how, famous people. We're, we're ignoring the big picture here. What's really sad is there's a, millions of people out there that like him because Taco Bell would not hire him as a pitch man if, if there weren't a certain number of uh, young people that thought he was great. Well, you and I, we've got a young person sitting here right across from us right now who's only a few years older than him. Yeah. What do you, what is the appeal of Pete Davidson, Jonathan Massey? I don't, I don't get it. Okay. I really don't. I'm with you guys, and I'm what well, you're 34. You're an old soul. I was about to say you're an old soul, though. So maybe I, that's. I watched his stand-up special. Same reaction. Wow. He don't may know. be as unfunny as Dane Cook was. <laughs> Dane Cook. Dane Cook was a different level of unfunny, though. I mean, he he would tell stories that really had no point, and and it, I thought it, I always thought he tried to talk about Dane Cook. Now I always thought Dane Cook tried to be a poor man's Jerry Seinfeld. I really do because you know Seinfeld would tell stories and his stuff, and yeah. but his were obviously very very funny. Right. Dane Cook just was. I'm with you. I'm with you. He was just never funny to me either. At, so the only, at least Dane Cook had one role that actually amused me, and it was a little bit role in Waiting. Mm-hmm. He, he popped up on Louis C.K.'s show because there was a big controversy about Dane Cook allegedly stealing jokes from Louis C.K.'s act. And they he, they went on the show and like improvised a scene about it that was quite interesting. Is Dane Cook even Z tour anymore? Is he just done living off the? You know, he was the first one like to sell out a big stadium or something like didn't that. His, I remember. Didn't his accountant or somebody make off with a lot of his money? His brother. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So I do feel bad for him. He's probably only oh. worth ten million now. Well, <laughs> I felt bad when we started this. Now I feel a little worse. Pete Davidson over there, John Dawson. How old is Pete Davidson today? How old are you, Massey? 34. Uh, he is young. I have not given anything away. He is younger than Massey. 31. You say 31. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 30. He was born November the 16th in the year of the Lord, 1993. He is indeed 30 years old today. Congratulations, Jonathan Massey. Uh, the next one here, I, listen, I know we've done his birthday before because uh, I think you guys have made fun of me, but I don't care. Now, he's one of my favorite NASCAR drivers of all time. They called him Texas Terry. He won the Winston Cup title in 84 and 96, the uh, uh, only champion that's won two championships that far apart from each other, and I thought he was awesome. Do you remember Texas Terry? Terry Labonte. Labonte. Terry Labonte, yep. I always liked him. I always say. You know, he had that that shock of blonde hair, and uh, I remember the name wasn't it a red car, or red and white. Yeah, he drove the uh, Texas oh. Pete. No, 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 no. Polaroid. No. Tide. Tide. I think it was a Tide car. Hold on, let me. I mean, I was big into Richard Petty when I was like 10, 12 years old, but I kind of fa it faded after that. For me. That explains that cowboy hat you wear sometimes. Yeah, with the feather in the back oh. and the front. Say, so what color did you say again? I think I said red and white. Well, red and yellow, but you're close heads. Well, uh, the <coughs> Kellogg's. He drove oh, the uh, uh, cornflakes car for years and years and years. I don't know why I couldn't remember that, but I, dude, I always liked him, and I had a chance to cover him too at the end of his career. And dude, he was just as down to earth and kind and nice as. So I say John, but he was nicer than you are. Okay, I mean, he was he was a nice guy. I don't know why am I taking shots at John today. And just. Reckless I, I come, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> but uh, he was just a gentleman, total gentleman, treated everybody great. He was that last, to me, that sort of like Bill Elliott, too, that last line of NASCAR people before they just went to Hollywood. I mean, he still was, you know, down not, to not earth. Not to be and, um, 
can't think of the term xenophobic. I, well, that's not the right word. Yeah, that's way off. That's well, way xenophobic off. would be like from other countries, <laughs> from, other, well, from other regions, cultures, cultures. Yeah, I'm, I'm close, beard boy. Um, <laughs> but what, don't you want your na- if you're going to be a NASCAR fan, don't you want your NASCAR driver to kind of have a twang in his voice like me, and you know maybe you know we don't have those anymore. Like we really don't. don't. And I keep up with NASCAR now. They've really tried to metropolitan it, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have. Uh, to quote the late, great Al Davis, just win, baby. Yeah, there you go. Okay, well, Terry Labonte over there, uh, Jonathan Massey, like I said, he won the uh, championships in 84 and 96. I think he he still drives not for NASCAR, but he'll still, you'll see him pop up in some shows and stuff. In fact, I think... The Carteret County Speedway down here. He did a show sometime in the last couple of years, where he when I say a show, I mean he he ran a race, you know, as a uh, as a guest driver or whatever. Uh, sixty-eight. What do you say sixty-eight? What do you say, John Dawson? Sixty-seven. Golly, y'all are two for two on perfection here. Indeed, he was born November sixteenth, nineteen fifty-six. John Dawson. So he is sixty-seven years old today, and it's now tied up one. Wait a minute, who got Pete Davidson? Okay, so it's now tied up one to one. Goes back to you here, uh, Jonathan Parrott Dawson. They called him Doc. He's a former New York Mets pitcher and two-time World Series champion. Dwight Gooden. Man, got both y'all in my ear there. Dwight Gooden, who uh, uh, went through some tough times himself, but has come out the other side of it and uh, <laughs> seems to be a, a pretty good guy. Remember, he came here a year ago. I remember I promoted the thing. Uh, oh, my gosh, what is her name? Oh, you're going to have to cut this because this is embarrassing. Uh, he was here locally. Go ahead. <laughs> I this, got this. <laughs> has he got his paws stuck out under the door? Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> That's too funny. Well, I mean, it's still out. It's just not connected anymore. Oh, John. <laughs> uh, but uh, Doc Gooden, he was here in eastern North Carolina last year for an appearance where he was talking about his... Did he still uh, do that trick where he sniffed the first base, the uh, white powder from home plate to first? No, nah, he doesn't do that anymore. Oh, okay. He used to do that. You're right, but not anymore. But, that's, what he, uh, that's what he used to keep in the rosin bag. Ah. Wow. Ew. Probably not far off. Doc Gooden over there. Uh, he did, we just we need to explain to him. Dude, he was like... 20 years old, 19, 20 years old, and was a Cy Young winner. Struck out 300 <laughs> batters in a season at 19 or 20 years old. Could have been, in, I don't know if, I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame. He could have been one of the greatest pitchers of all time if he hadn't have gone down the, gone down the wrong road. Well, he, he was unfortunate enough to be on the Mets. So. Uh, he won a world championship with him uh, in 80, like I said, 80, uh, no, I'm sorry. Yep, 86, and then he won uh, with the New York Yankees in 98 or 99. Yeah, but think about who else was on the Mets around that time. Dude, it didn't matter. He was that good. Lenny Dykstra. Yeah. Dale Strawberry. Ooh. That's what I'm saying. It, yeah. They had a culture. They definitely had a culture. That is right. Not a good culture either. You could have been xenophobic about that, okay? It's snowing in Brooklyn. <laughs> there you go. Wherever they are. Uh, Doesn't matter. No, where do they play? They play, uh, it's not Brooklyn. They play in... It used to be Shea Stadium. Um, oh, for the love of God. I thought it was it, is what? It not Jersey. Oh, no, no, no. Is What's the name of the stadium? that? Uh, it used to be Shea Stadium. Shea I don't know what it is now. Stadium, yeah. Queens. Queens, New York. Huh. That's what Google just told me. Snowing in Queens. Snowing in Queens. There you go. Okay. Uh, 
Doc Gooden. How old is he today there, John Dawson? Sixty-two. You say sixty-two. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Sixty-three. Ah, you went the wrong way. Remember, you remember we were talking <coughs> about how young he was. You were closer. Uh, November sixteenth, nineteen sixty-four. He's only fifty-nine. Huh. Yeah, I mean, he was like I said, he was very young when they won those championships. So, uh, congratulations, John Dawson. You take a two-to-one lead. It goes to you, Jonathan Massey, and phew, I'm a, I'm a big fan of hers, and and not in a creepy way, okay. <laughs> She's the uh, older sister of Jake, and she's a heck of an actor slash actress in her own right. It's Maggie Gyllenhaal. She's awesome, man. Uh, I, look, I, I freely admitted this. Um, there was a movie Will Ferrell was in, Stranger Than Fiction. Maggie Gyllenhaal was in it, and I don't know what it was about her character or her in that movie, but I had a thing for her in that movie. Did you ever see Donnie Darko? Yeah. Remember, she was in Donnie Darko. And so and was she, Jake. Yeah, so was Jake in that, too. And then she was... Uh, Batman's girlfriend and uh, one of the Batmans. Was she the first one or was she the second one? She was the one that... that Her face got melted off or her body got... Oh, she got blown up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was, yeah. It was... By uh, Two-Face. It was... No, it was by the Joker. Oh, 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 oh. oh, That's right. He had to choose. Between uh, Aaron Eckhart's character, who was Two-Face, whose name... Harvey Dent. Uh Uh-huh. Or her. Yeah. And... Anyway... He made his choice. Maggie Gyllenhaal, are you a fan, John Dawson? Sure. <laughs> Do you know who we're talking about? Not really, no. Really? Uh, she's, she is real world. What do we say? Real world, real world hot. hot. She really is. I mean, she's not, you know, this supermodel looking thing. I mean, she's uh, uh, she's pretty. Yeah, but it, like I said, it's real real world hot. And I appreciate real world hot. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Brian has freely admitted that Jake Gyllenhaal is supermodel hot. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal is. Sur- <laughs> hey, wait a minute. You trapped me. Yeah. Maggie Gyllenhaal. How old is she today over there, Jonathan Massey? Uh, 51. You say 51. What do you say, John Dawson? 50. You are closer. She was born November 16th, 1977. She's only 46. Really? I, and she's the older sister of Jake. <laughs> I thought Jake was probably at least. I, don't feel bad. I would have gone 50-51 probably if I didn't know. I was blown away by that. She is only 46. So, uh, wait a minute. Were you, you had John, a two-to-one lead, right? Yeah, he's, he won the day. You've already clinched the day. Dude, are you about to string together back-to-back months? You won October. Here you are winning this month. You're already up seven days to five here in November. <laughs> Jonathan's not seeing any of this. He's he's uh, oh, he, yeah, he, he's flashing me gang signs. No, I think this is like to protect me from the evil of the hex you're putting on me. <laughs> there you go. Well, you've already won three to one, and you get this last one, man. And that it's just Brian Crush Day here. Uh, I had the worst. <laughs> Hey, he was a good-looking man, okay? Burt Reynolds, was he not a good-looking man? I find men repugnant, Brian. I know you do, but... Don't mind if you don't. (laughs) There you go. She was Denise Huxtable on the Cosby Show in a different world. Lisa Bonet. Ever see Angel Heart? Mm -hmm. I told you last year to go watch Angel Heart, and you've not listened to me. (laughs) If If you have an obsession with Lisa Bonet... That's the movie you need to see. Angel Heart. Yes. I need to see that. Her sure and Mickey Rourke. And De Niro's in it, I forgot. Oh, wow. He plays Good movie the devil. Though? Huh? Good movie, though? I think so. I mean, it's... it's 
is out there, but you know. What do you mean by? I, I don't know. What do you mean by out there? I, I, I don't know how else to describe it. I can't think of another movie like it. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, she just kind of disappeared. She dated, or she was married, I think, to Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. And then she was married to Jason Momoa. Yeah. And the whole thing with Jason Momoa oh, was. I love this story. He was, he, that was his childhood crush. Yeah. And he went up to meet her and was nervous as I'll get no, out. No, 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 no. You're selling it wrong. Okay. He was you being tell. interviewed by somebody and they said, uh, you know, who's your, you know, uh, I don't even know how it came up, but he said in the interview, I just love Lisa Bonet. I just, you know, and then somebody that was mutual friends with him and Lisa Bonet introduced him okay. to uh, Lisa Bonet. I'm sorry. I didn't know about that middle part. Yeah, yeah. But still, he was, I think he was, he, he went on record saying like he was super nervous meeting her. Yeah. And then they end up getting married and divorced. Yeah, I hate that, man. It just uh, She seems like as beautiful as she is and as good act. She seems like John Dawson. She could be a handful. I, it could have been his fault. You never know. Yeah. I, I'm always going to default to the guy's side, you know, for the most part. So well, I mean, the rest of the world defaults to the woman's side, so somebody needs to stand yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Guy's rights. I've probably just been canceled, haven't I? Well, they're both actors, which means they're probably both a little nuts. Yeah. It's not like she's the – if she was an actress and he was a guy working at Royal Farms, I'd say, yeah, she's probably nuts. But they're both actors. Yeah. So they're both a little nuts. I just don't get the appeal of Jace Momoa other than the big muscles. I don't think he's that good looking. And, I mean, I'm pretty good at, you know, being able to judge what a guy looks like. Massey, that's all you, buddy. The opposite of me is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I believe he wants you to say, I wouldn't admit. Uh, what is Brother, it? I don't believe I'd have told oh, that. Yeah. Brother, I don't believe I would have told that. But but I do. I think I just don't get it. I don't see the this appeal about Jason Momoa. Do you? Well, to quote uh, the world-famous John Dawson, I find men repugnant. <laughs> But I don't mind if you don't. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Lisa Bonet over there, John Dawson. How old is she today? The beautiful, lovely, talented Lisa Bonet. Uh, she was in High Fidelity with John Cusack. Too. I did. Yes, she was. That was a good uh, movie. Um, 56. What a way to end today there, John Dawson. Congratulations. She was born. Did you know that? I know no. she was born, yeah. She's alive. <laughs> Did you know she was 56? I know. It was kind of an educated well, guess. Was a I good just figured she was a few years older than me. November 16th, 1967. She is 56 years old today. You win today 4-1, to one, John Dawson. Yeah. You have now won three straight days in a row here. You've just taken complete control. You're up seven days to five. I do not see a way you could end, that you could not win. I did this to you this, last this month. This listeners is him trying to... <laughs> Uh, jinx my run and I'm holding up a symbol with my two hands here that I just invented <coughs> that is ho- trying to ward off his evil. Yeah, we'll see if that works. Okay, hey, local birthday today, longtime Jones County Commissioner Sandra Ipoch Riggs. I adore and love her. I'm going to tag her on this. I hope you listen to this, Miss Riggs. Uh, and uh, Jones County, very lucky to have her. I think she's been a, a county commissioner for 40 years mm. in, uh, in Jones County and just an amazing woman. So if your birthday today is like Sandra Ipoch Riggs or Lisa Bonet, <laughs> I love it. Well, your voice, you can do that. I mean, it's a little deeper, too. Yeah. Maggie Gyllenhaal. 
<laughs> I'm gonna have a little more oomph on it. Yeah, Pete Davidson. <laughs> have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goico Office Automation. And again, want to thank Jacques Passleg and Goico Office Automation for being the title sponsor of our birthday game every day here on the Brian Hank Show. Truly do appreciate him and everything he does for our community. Thank you so much, Jacques. Also, uh, I know uh, one of the local birthdays there that I mentioned was a uh, Miss Riggs, uh, Sandra Ipoch Riggs in Jones County. I have worked with her since, uh, goodness gracious, since 2004 when I took over the Jones Post and uh, she was a county commissioner then. <laughs> she had been the county commissioner for, I guess, 20 years before that. So I, that's about right, about 40 years that she has been a county commissioner, and she's just amazing. Uh, I love her. Uh, and, you know, that's the cool thing about not being on the news side anymore. If I, I can, you know, I don't have to be, uh, you know, unbiased anymore. I can show a little bit of bias. And, man, Miss Miss Riggs is just amazing. Uh, she loves Jones County. She loves uh, uh, Maysville and the entire county and has done so much for uh, both of them in her time there. So happy birthday, Miss Riggs. I, it's been a long time since I've seen you. I'd like to see you again sometime soon. Okay, well, let's put a wrap on today's show. Uh, thank you again to uh, the beautiful, the lovely, the talented uh, Kelly Cannon for joining us in our first hour live here in the studio. Man, Scott Whittington, he joined us live in here. Linda Whittington joined us in here too. Just had a, uh, a great beginning uh, to today's show with all those people. And then my dear friend, Jason Bryant, the sales executive to the stars at WRNS. Love that guy to death, too, man. I don't. This show would not exist without him, and I don't know if I give him enough credit. I need to do that. Uh, but thank you, Jason, for coming in here and uh, doing what you do every week here on the show. Hey, tomorrow's show, we'll have Paul Whittington in our first hour. We're going to have TGIF with Isaac Parson uh, to start off our second hour, then Thomas Earp and Zach Pierce from South Lenore, the new basketball coaches out there. They start their season tomorrow night at Croatan. We'll get season previews from both of them here on the show. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.